Have you ever wondered what it's like to work in law enforcement? From deputies on patrol, what it's like to work in corrections, dig into some cold case investigations and reveal the multitude of untold stories of how our officers give back to the community. All stories from your neighbors, the hardworking men and women who serve the citizens of York County. I can back 144 This is YCSO Behind the Badge, the official podcast of the York County Sheriff's Office. Welcome to Behind the Badge, the official podcast of the York County Sheriff's Office. Again, I'm Trent Ferris, Public Information Officer here at the York County Sheriff's Office and also your host for the next 25 or so minutes or 30 minutes, we hope. Uh, as always, each week we ask you to go check us out on our social media pages. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. We're also on, also on Nextdoor. So if you or your neighborhood is on the Nextdoor application, just go find out by putting your address into the the next door app and seeing if your neighborhood has um is on next door um also you can sign up for notify me alerts straight to your phone and email at yorkcountysheriff.com and we ask you to do this every week uh for a reason and it's because we want to get you the right information at the right time to the right people you the citizens of york county so uh, that's all so we can effectively communicate directly with you and when you want to get the real information you can come directly to us we may not always be first with the information you may hear somebody on facebook telling something that they've heard on broadcastify or something listening to scanner traffic or just whatever just know when you get it from us it's real it's factual and it's right so all right with that said this week is uh this this weekend if you're listening to the podcast today uh is memorial day weekend which is another the biggest if not one of the biggest next to fourth of july weekend or fourth of july day uh one of the biggest boating days of the year on our area waterways whether it's lake wiley uh the catawba river or even the broad river out there in western side of york county this is the day when people get out on the boats and take their boat out for the first time during the summer. And it also begins the uh, 100 deadliest days of summer for the South Carolina Highway Patrol, which also, uh, well, South Carolina in general, which also includes our waterways in South Carolina, which we work really closely with the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources and the Highway Patrol with our Lake Enforcement Unit, which uh today normally i would have sergeant brent mabry come in who is the sergeant over our lake patrol unit here at york county sheriff's office but literally he has been working at the york county sheriff's office nearly a half a century brent mabry is retiring as of june 11th and so he said nope i'm not coming in here i'm retired i'll get somebody else and so i started digging around with his suggestion i got sergeant tim lee who is SRO by day, the sergeant over the school resource officers, and also Lake Patrol by summer. So he's like a superhero. <laughs> That's what he is. So we've had you on the podcast before. So um, remind everybody who you are, what you do, and um, how'd you get to do the Lake Patrol thing? Yep. So basically, um, during the school year, I supervise the school resource officers and not in the unincorporated part of York County, um, just making sure that, you know, we keep and maintain safety in schools. Um, we fall under the support services division of the York County Sheriff's mm -hmm. Office. So during the summer, when school is obviously out, we fill in to, to assist. And 
I've been helping supervise, cover the lake for, I don't even know, eight plus years, maybe more. Um, so, and I enjoy it. So yeah. a lot of my people will come when they're out of school, they'll come in and fill in and we assist ENR and patrol the lake during the summer. I guess when, uh, you know, one of the things that people think about is like, whoa, man, you get to work on the lake during the summer yeah. on the boat. Tell everybody it's not as glamorous as it seems. This ain't Miami Vice where you get to ride around on, you know, hang out on the lake all day. You're working, right? We're working um, 12 hour days, 100 plus degree heat, you know, a little bit of shade, no air conditioning. We don't have a boat like Charlotte Meg or Gaston County yet. Not, right. Not, but, uh, <laughs> You know, um, we're out there, and we, you know, have to obviously occasionally take breaks, but it's it's hot and it's long. So it's not as it's not like you get to go out there and just sunbathe all day and no. go fishing or anything. No, You're out there doing or work, swim or anything like that. <laughs> so, so all right. Well, tell us. I mean, um, for boating, your biggest day of the year, it. it how how well how many people do work out on the lake during the summer? I know it's you know Brent's usually the guy year round, yep. and soon there will be another person to fill in for him, Correct. which will be year round. It's just one person because it's just Lake Wiley, but it's also all the other waterways in South in in York County. Right. Um, so how many how many people usually are out there during the summer? So specifically to the sheriff's office, we run basically a patrol type schedule. So we'll have two people minimum mm-hmm. on the boat every day. So we'll rotate one long week, one short week. But so we'll have a, you know, two people working a long week, and then uh, you know another two two man shift to work the short week. Then it just rotates. Uh, DNR is also up here, shares the waterway with us, and they can have. Just depends on Memorial mm-hmm. Day weekend or July Fourth. We could have routinely four, could have an excess of twelve, thirteen. Yeah. Game wardens up here. Um, you know, when we think there's going to be a lot of activity or increased activity on the waterway. And in Lake Wiley, if folks don't know, Lake Wiley, a portion of it is split by the South Carolina, North Carolina state line. So Correct. you work with Charlotte Mecklenburg's Lake Patrol Correct. too from time to time because I guess when stuff happens in the water, the current may float you over <laughs> from, right. or wherever. And Gaston County. And Gaston so County. There's yeah, right. a point in Lake Wiley to where all three counties meet, York, Gaston, and Mecklenburg counties. How, so, what's that like? <laughs> it's interesting, but yeah. we work very well together. We've worked together for years, um, but because it's a federal waterway, because the nuclear plant's on there, we have jurisdiction, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on the entire waterway. Okay. So um, communication flows very easily. Um, if something happens, you know, we need assistance, they come down, whoever it is, Gaston County, uh, Mecklenburg Fire, whoever we need, and same, vice versa. Not only, I forgot to say earlier that, you know, when us and DNR are out, you know, Charlotte Bank's out, Gaston County's out, but then you have Coast Guard, they're mm. out. Mm. So we actually have Coast Guard boats that are out. No that kidding. are working as well. So, I mean, Tiga K has was, yeah, um, I was gonna mention a patrol unit. So, you know, they come out for July 4th and Memorial Day and, you know, some of the bigger days. Um, so a lot, a lot of people that are out on the waterway trying to keep it safe. And that, like you said, it's all, all to keep people safe because yeah. Correct. like I, we were talking before the podcast, it's like people get out there on the lake and they want to live like a Kenny Chesney song or right. the, the little big towns pontoon song. They want to get out there and just be, I want to be just like that song. Right. And they get out there and start acting a fool. I mean, there's a place over there, uh, near Bowwater park where the sandbar. Correct. And there's another sandbar up in Gaston County, and there's other islands that people go to and right. hang out on, and they just, you know, they start indulging in, you know, 
you know, some liquid courage, Correct. you know, out on the lake, and that, and that causes problems. And you Absolutely. know, and not only just you know a problem for the boater and the people who are on their boat and other boaters around them, it just causes problems altogether. You know, far right. far as safety. Right. Um, so, I guess folks should know that there is a, such a thing. You know, out on the road. If you drive under the influence Correct. of alcohol, it's called a DUI. Correct. And it's a big deal. You, It's like a do not stop, pass, go, go straight to jail kind of thing. Right. If you're DUI, there's a thing called a BUI, boating under the influence. Talk Correct. about that a little bit. Basically the same thing. Um, you know, suspends your privilege to operate a, um, uh, a boat, you know, on the waterway. You go to jail. You don't get mm-hmm. a chance to, like you said, pass, go. You go straight to jail. Um a lot of people forget, you know, not only do you have to, when you're out all day, you have to deal with the, the heat, mm-hmm. you know, that makes, you know, you're a lot more tired, um, a lot more ornery a lot of times, you know, you <laughs> get more aggravated when you're hot, but, you know, so they drink more and, mm-hmm. you know, they fail to realize what, you know, our kind of rule of thumb is one beer on land equals three beers on the water. So your equilibrium's thrown off, Yep. you know, you're rocking from side to side, you know, it takes a while for your your body to to acclimate back to when you're on land mm-hmm. so there's a lot of things that go into it so i mean it's and it, it, so how, how does one say you um you're driving your boat you've been drinking a whole bunch of miller lights all day you're dehydrated you're still driving and you see somebody driving erratically a boat mm-hmm. it's like somebody who's whether it's a boat jet ski or anything it is boating Correct. under the influence so Correct. How do you, do you is it, I know there's some factors that you look at for a DUI crossing over, you know, left to center, that kind of stuff, you know, to identify somebody who may be drinking and driving. Right. How do you do that with a boat? Uh, the same thing. You'll, you'll see a lot of boaters that are um, operating the boat too fast uh, in a reckless manner. They'll cut, you know, cut across in front of people. Um, you know, they'll zoom past a dock, you know, within 50 feet when they're, you know, um, under the influence or they'll be pulling people, towing people and they'll throw you know, you start watching boats, they're going around and they'll start swinging their, the people that they're towing toward other boaters or mm-hmm. swimmers or docks, you know, little things like that. Or um, when it's sunset, you know, they're operating without the lights. Yeah. Simple little thing. Yeah. Not turning your lights on. Yeah. Uh, that's a big one. Because, <laughs> I mean, so, it's not like a boat has gigantic, you know, headlights like right. a regular car. I mean, you have the port and starboard lights, red and green, and then well, green and red. Port, port's green, red, starboard. Correct. And then um, you have your top lights and back lights, and all those, which are white. It's not like. Right. I mean, and those are, you know, can be light, bright, and, but they're small. And it, and, it, and at night, it's really, you know, for a boater to be able to see each other, they need to be fully aware, fully focused on what they need to be doing. That's boating, getting to and from wherever they're going. That's right. And a big thing with, you know, Memorial Day weekend, a lot of times is the first weekend that people take their boats out. So that is one of the big things that we suggest that you look at are your lights. Make sure all your lights are operational because you're more than likely going to be out past sunset. Yeah. So that that's a big thing. So that's a big indicator. Just like on the, you know, when we're working on the road with DUIs, that's a big indicator. All right. So you got, um, you know, people, you drink. I mean, it's okay to go have a, a drink on your boat. Absolutely. It's just the person who's operating the Correct. boat. Correct. The driver, the captain of the boat. So, you said, so I mean, you know, just don't, just don't do it. That's right. And if you think you've had a beer and you had too many, find somebody like a designated driver. Absolutely. Find somebody who's not. Absolutely. But the one person that you don't need to have as a designated driver is somebody who is, you know, your your son or daughter who's like ten years old. Right. <laughs> Say, hey, right. hey, son, I've, I've done had too many. Won't you take over the wheel here? You know, 
there's yeah. some rules about who can drive a boat, correct? That's correct. What what um and I'm glad we brought brought you in here and it, this is a lot of information. I want to, you know, preface this with a lot, you know, there's a lot of information that you one you have to be a school resource officer. So that's a whole bunch of stuff you've got to keep in your brain and so correct. and during the summer you're a lake patrol guy. Correct. So you that's another lot of information. So you brought in the book with I the brought, rules. I brought the book in. It ain't no shame in the game. <laughs> literally titled the handbook of south carolina boating laws and responsibilities put out by dnr so all right and so you just can't have anybody drive a boat correct, correct. so what, what are the rules on somebody driving a boat basically um you know who may operate a vessel person 16 years of age or older may operate any boat or personal watercraft without restrictions um someone who's younger than 16 years of age and it gets kind of Dicey here may operate a boat or personal watercraft powered by less than 15 horsepower without restrictions. A boat or personal watercraft powered by 15 horsepower or more only if they are accompanied by an adult at least 18 years old who is not under the influence of drugs or alcohol or they have passed a boating safety course approved by the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources. Right. So you got to have to, you, to operate a boat and you're a kid, you got to take the class pretty right. much. Correct. Um, 16 year old, you know. You can, yes, but you got to take class. Correct. Um, so, what happens if, say, this person doesn't have a have the class and they're just letting their kid? I guess the biggest thing is uh, folks out there talking about the horsepower and everything. You know, I guess moms and dads or whomever to let their kids drive around the jet skis. Sure. You know, jet skis are a thing. Yep. And they say, hey, little Johnny's going to go drive a jet ski and go zipping around and zipping right. through, uh, jumping over everybody's wake and everything. Yep. And that's what the, all that's for, correct? To make sure these kids correct, who are excited about being on the water on a jet ski and or a boat to be safe. Right. But the majority of the issues that we have seen over the past several years on the lake have been, as you say, quote unquote, kids operating mm-hmm these personal watercraft in an unsafe manner than they're running into each other when mm-hmm. they're and causing injury. Um, you know, we've had quite a few substantial injuries uh, over the past several years on the lake mm-hmm. uh, from personal watercraft, not from boats, actual jet skis. Because folks forget those engines have big, sharp propeller blades right. on the back, and those right. can cut a leg off pretty quick. Right. Not just that. Um, you know, with the personal watercraft, you know, they're, they're powered by propulsion. So mm-hmm. when you let off the propulsion, you can't really steer it. Right. And they forget that, and the next thing you know, we've got a collision. People are in the water. We get called, and we have to respond. Right. So, um, so uh, you got that, kids. Make sure you got to take the class mm-hmm. to drive a boat and a personal watercraft, jet Correct. skis, this and that. But there's also the new fancy thing out there, the paddle boards. Yep. That is also called a watercraft because you are on the water on a craft that propels you through the water. That's right. With a and I guess this goes with canoes, kayaks, and paddle boards. But I guess in recent years, paddle boards have become a thing because they're easily to get, they're easy to get, and they're, they've become popular. Right? Um, um, have you run into any issues with a paddle board? Because all you're doing is arm power, getting those things moving, right. and boats going through here at 100. Well, no, I'm not 100. I say 100. Uh, miles there's now. probably a couple that are close. <laughs> some can go <laughs> fast. Come, yeah, come call some the, weight. Call yes. some issues. Yeah. And those those things are just at the the mercy of the water. Right. And so, have you seen anything like that recently? I mean, last year, I know last year was different because of COVID, but there's still people out on the lake. Yeah, and again, paddle boards have become a big, big, big thing on Lake Wiley. Um, They are classified as a vessel, and um, the biggest thing is, you know, if you're you're over the age of 12, you have to have a, let me make sure, um, 
any paddleboard, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. must have a readily accessible um, life jacket mm-hmm. or life preserver on board. Under the uh, age of 12, you have to have one on while you're actually paddling paddling on the yeah. paddleboard. Okay. Um, so that that's a big thing. You also got to have a sound device, a sound producing device like a whistle. Yeah. Um, and then obviously deer and some kind of visual distress signal. Um, a lot of times, you know, they'll carry the little um, glow sticks. Glow you know, sticks, that they, okay. That they can wave at us. A or flag something like or something. Flag would be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but those are, and for the most part, they stay generally around the shore. You mm-hmm. know, on the on the, on the um, coastline type. You know. Yeah. So we don't have that many issues. But again, a lot, a lot of paddle boards are used on yeah. Lake Wiley. Well, good. Well, and just to let everybody know, those are they're out there. Absolutely. And boats are much bigger than a paddleboard yep. and i'm sure a boat can slice a paddleboard in half absolutely <laughs> if you run over somebody that's right and you take in consideration like you said if somebody's been out you know having a good time all day yeah it's a lot harder to see on the water um and going into that i mean you're talking we, life jackets yes it's like seat belts in a car correct if it's if you want us to save a life wear a seat belt seat belt save lives that's what i always tell my kids and everything right. put your seat belts on seat belt save life right I mean, you don't have to wear it all the time, no. uh, but they are required on your boat. What are the requirements for for, uh, for uh, life jackets on the boat? Yep. So basically, um, you know, for every person on your vessel, you have to have a, a life jacket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and with that being said, um, basically it is, let me make sure because. That's why we have the book. That's right. I, I just like. You know, reading verbatim, so, verbatim. So School resource actually, officer by day, lake patrol <laughs> officer by summer. That's right. <laughs> uh, basically, it says South Carolina law requires all children under 12 years of age mm-hmm. to wear a U.S. Coast Guard approved type 1, 2, 3, or 4 PFD while on board. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, the life jacket must be fastened and of the proper size for the child. So, a lot of times, you know, you'll see people operating a boat and they've got an adult-sized life jacket. Mm-hmm. On a child, if they yeah. fall into the water, they're going to slip right out from it. Right. So, and that's the main thing. And make sure you also have one throwable, you know, type PFD. That's like little lifesaver circles or right. one or of those cushion, correct? That's cushion it. squares. Yep, you got to have one of those. I'll tell you this. I remember when I was a kid. It's a quick story. It just popped in my head. My dad and I. My dad had a pontoon boat, mm-hmm. and we were out on the. We're taking the pontoon out, taking it out for the winter, and we're taking it out, and we were just riding around on the lake. And just taking one one more spin, and this pontoon, you know, if you're out there on Lake Wiley, they garner a lot of spider webs. Mm-hmm. And it's probably where my fear of spiders have come from. <laughs> so Dad says, "Hey, take this paddle and knock that spider web down." I might, I think I may be, maybe nine or ten years old. So okay, Dad, take the paddle, knock the spider web down. Can't reach over the side. I can't reach over the other side to get the paddle in the water. So what does knucklehead Trent Ferris do, go do? He goes to the front of the pontoon boat, yep. and he takes that that oar, and he sticks it straight in the ground into the water flatways as a boat. And we weren't going fast, it was, but it pulled me slap straight in. Absolutely. <laughs> I go underneath the boat, between the pontoons. I come out, thankfully, on the one side of the engine because my dad was smart enough to turn the engine off, but right. that propeller's still going. Right. The next thing you know, I'm freezing to death. I'm in a pair of jeans. I'm cold water. He throws me one that throws me the square. Yep. And that square got me. So until he could get the boat turned around. So those those personal flotation devices, you know, whether probably breaking the law because I was was ten years old. (laughs) This is back in the '80s. It don't matter. (laughs) It was never back in the '80s. That's right. But um, 
But anyway, I remember vividly him throwing that square to me. And um, so that, that's what those are for. Right. Emergency. Throw it, it to somebody who doesn't have a life jacket on. That's it. Just so they have something to float with until you get to them to get them back out of the water that's for right. safety. That's so. it. And just, just remember, kids, don't stick a paddle in the water, an oar <laughs> in the water, flat ways. <laughs> Especially when a boat's, when moving. boat's moving, right? <laughs> so, um, all right. So, what are some of the things everybody needs to have on a boat when they head out on this weekend? So Friday's going to be the day. People are yep. out of school on Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, even Monday. Yep. If you're going to take a boat out, what do you need? Like a checklist? Do you have obviously, it? obviously, you know, life jackets for everybody that's going to be out there. Yep. Uh, one throwable device. Fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher is a big thing you'll get dinged on. Yep. You got to make sure and check it yearly to make sure that it's charged. Yep. You know, it's in um, within the good standing. It's got the little meter on it. And then you have to have, again, an audible type device, whether it's a horn mm-hmm. that works on your boat or a whistle. Uh, we hand out, you know, little whistles mm-hmm. you can tag and put on your life jacket, mm-hmm. literally clip to your life jacket. So if you're in the water or in distress or whatever, you can you can signal. So, and then your lights. Yeah, obviously. make sure your lights are working. Correct. Because I mean that when you get out there and in, in, in dark, yep. And if you don't have a light working, nobody can see you. No, because you don't have headlights like a car. Right. Um. So, what's the one thing if you could tell somebody? It's like, you're, are you going to be out this weekend for it? Yes. You know? yes, yes. So you're going to be out here. So yeah. So if you could just have a bullhorn and tell everybody out on the lake what you want them to do, what would it be? Just be responsible. Yeah. I mean, you know, be responsible. Just remember that. You know, we want you to have a good time, but, you know, be responsible, especially if you have smaller children. A lot of people take their families out, and they indulge. Adults indulge a little bit, you know, and, you know, in adult beverages and stuff. Just remember that you have your children, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, um, it's going to be crowded. We, we feel like it's going to be very busy this year, especially with COVID yep. restrictions being lifted a lot more. Um, and just take your time. I mean, you know, everybody's going to be in a rush, so yeah. just take your time and enjoy it. That's all we ask for. And it's okay to have, like over at the sandbar, you know, boats right. can tie up together and have right. a good old time. Just be right. be responsible. Don't overindulge. And right. I think we have we always have some kind of issue at the sandbar. We do. I, that'll be that's probably sandbars. Um, yeah, but the the um, little Allison sandbar is probably the the number one call generator that we have mm-hmm. just for sound. You know, people yeah. get out there, and then you have a bunch of different boats that decide to. You know, turn up their music. Uh, people living around there, which again, you know, my first argument would be, you knew it was there when you bought the house. But you know, when it starts getting loud, I mean, it does become you know yeah. a nuisance. And you know, then you have, like I said, families that have children out there. Then you got people playing a lot of obscene, you know, language and stuff and music and stuff. So, but it's very hard for us when you have so many boats tied up together to get in and maneuver and operate yeah. to get up to said boat. Yeah. You know, to warn them or investigate so you know we just ask for some common sense and just be responsible for what you're doing and if your boat says uh occupancy limit 10 yeah 20 is not a good number that's not a good number because yeah, <laughs> it's happened i've well, heard oh, of absolutely it uh i'm wanting to say probably six years ago we had a pontoon boat i think its limit was 12 or 15 and there was about 30 on there and it, you know on yeah. the fourth of july and it sunk <laughs> and of course you know then you know we're out there trying to get them in and they're trying to overtake our boats Mm-hmm. You know, try, all I'm trying, you know, we're like, you could swim. You know, you're yeah. close to the shore. You can swim. You're not going to, yeah. you know, sink our boat as well. So yeah. it happens. So just be smart. Absolutely. Be responsible. Yeah. Have fun. Absolutely. And don't overindulge. Right. There is a thing called a BUI. We will lock you up quick, fast, and in a hurry if Correct. you're being unsafe and drinking and boating Absolutely. at the same time. So. Absolutely. 
Well, good, man. All right. If you have any more questions, if you, I mean, if anybody needs to flag y'all down, I mean, we're in the boats that say Absolutely. sheriff's office. Yep. You know, holler at us. You know, you can do that. We've got blue lights on a boat. So, absolutely. We're, we're out there. So, we're doing that. So, we're just trying to make you have a good time and have safe. Be safe. That's be it. Safe. Just be safe. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, before you go, before we uh, move on, we're going. This is the new thing on the podcast. Right. I know you were here before. We didn't get to get into this. Okay. For when we were talking SROs back then. And we'll probably bring you back in before school starts again to talk about school Sounds resource good. officers. We'll do that because that's just the thing. People need to know about school resource officers and whatnot so right. but before you go today uh we have a thing called rapid fire questions all right are you ready for this these are uh, questions that are just off the cuff and what your first answer is and what what things that you're interested in and okay. just a little more about what's called behind the badge for a reason we're trying to learn more about the people behind the badge okay. as well as some safety information so first question is what was the last good book that you read uh the operator by robert o'neill uh, the Ooh. seal that you know has been said to have killed Bin Laden. There you go. That's probably a good book. It's a very good book. I read the book uh, No Easy Day. Yes, I read that one, and that was pretty good. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of Jocko Willink. Oh, yeah. huge fan. Huge fan of Jocko. Huge I hope fan. one day Jocko listens to our podcast as much as I listen to his. He's he <laughs> leadership wise, I don't think you can find someone nope. that knows it better. Oh no. Um, so, but yeah, do you like? I mean, what what about the book that you like so far? Oh, uh, just the the training and the stuff that you know that that these elite men go through mm-hmm. um you know and in, in the just the way that that whole operation came together was amazing yeah and and him talking about killing bin laden is is a small chapter in that yeah. book compared to just you know how a young guy from butte montana grew yeah. up and became a seal and, yeah. and what led him to it and just the training and you know going to sleep at night knowing that there are people out here like this in our country that yeah that do the things that these people do that we probably will never hear of. Yeah. I always said that's uh, crazy. Robert O'Neill's name should go synonymous down in history. Like with Neil Armstrong. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, just Absolutely. One the, just that person who got the guy. Very polarizing figure too. Yeah. If you listen to him speak and stuff, very polarizing. Yeah. I so. saw a friend of mine got to go see him speak and took a picture with him. I was like, you man, you took a picture with the guy. You're so awesome. Right. <laughs> so, you know I mean? But you know, he, he ended up coming out, you know, and, and claiming, you know, and, and saying, you know, they killed Bin Laden, you know, but when they were asked about, you know, the president at the time, you know, who shot him, they all said we did. We did. Yeah. You know, they they had, weren't going to single anybody out, but because some other stuff started getting leaked, that's why he wanted to kind of set the record straight. So, yeah. so. all right, next question. Do you have a binge-worthy favorite television show? Yeah, right now it probably Ozark on Netflix. That's, I've heard, I've, I've never watched it, so, but I've heard that as a, one of those shows. Yeah, it's that about money likes. laundering, drug cartel money laundering. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite food? I do. Oh, easy. Country boy steak. Yeah, me too. Yep. That's in there. We're not going to have steak tonight, but we're going to have like grill something out on the grill Absolutely. tonight. Uh, your favorite sports team? Florida State Seminoles, hand down. Collegiate. I don't really care about professional sports. So, so Seminoles. And I heard they're going to try to get away from all the Seminole chop stuff and like that. Uh, believe it or not, they're okay with it. The Seminole, right. Seminole Tribe, they're, they're 100% you know, behind the, the university and stuff. They've signed another – um, you know, agreement with them, you know, with using their name and everything. I mean, it's a, it's a good relationship down well, there. Well, good. Well, good. So, yeah. I mean, that's good to hear with everything else being, yes. you know, canceled yeah. nowadays. Um, do you have a personal motto? Yeah, probably the golden rule. Just, you know, treat everybody the way I want to be treated. Yeah. Simple and easy way to live. Yep. That's a, that's a good one to have, especially working in law enforcement. Um, if you spend, if you could spend a day in someone else's shoes, whose would they be and why? Man, I don't know about this one. Mm. Um, I don't know. 
Honestly, you know? I don't know about that. Like, yeah. who would I want to? I always tell everybody I'd be an astronaut for a day, just to go in that orbit to see the planet from orbit and float around and not do all the sciencey stuff. I don't know. I've you know I've been in powerlifting my whole life and stuff. You know, so, um, you know, walking around being able to say like you're the world's strongest man maybe for a day or something. Would be yeah, pretty, would be pretty cool. I like I that see. commercial where the dude is like lifting rocks and busting yeah. busting boxes. Like, <laughs> yeah, boxes. Yep. <laughs> all right. Uh, if there is a is there a person any person you'd like to meet who's dead or alive. Yeah, I would love to have met General Patton, uh, to have met General Patton, mm-hmm. spend some time with him. Just the strategy and just you know the 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 get after it and yeah, you know go to it will that he had and the way that he kind of led his his people. I, I'd like to have met him. It's a quote that I always try to remember how he's like you know an ounce of blood is worth mm-hmm. you know or an ounce of sweat is or a gallon is, <laughs> is worth. I'm right. getting it all messed up. It's a gallon of sweat is worth. More than an ounce of blood, or something That's like right. that. So, so it's just like, and he always wanted to do more, do more than what's asked That's of right. you. Make that, it make it harder now, so it's easier later. Yep. So That's good, it. good man. Anything else you want to add before we uh, wrap it up this week? Just about it. Just you know, like I said, we'll be out. So you know, be responsible. Listen I mean, to we'll the podcast. Listen to the podcast while you're on the boat. That's right. I mean, not not your not your iPod stuff. That you hey <laughs> hey everybody, let's listen to the YCSO behind the badge before we get out on the boat today. That would be and a everybody lot. Will look at you cross-eyed and like what well, no oh, get out a, on the boat. It'd be a lot better to hear than some of the stuff we hear over at the sandbar. So <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right, folks, we'll help you enjoy the podcast this week. It's just uh, information we're trying to get out to everybody to be safe and have a good time, especially you know beginning now on Memorial Day weekend through the summer. And now, like you said, everybody is going to be out here having a good old time because their COVID restrictions are lifting. You can get out on your boats. And right. I think last year we were talking about, well, I'm not wearing a mask when I'm out on my boat. Right. So you don't have to do none of that anymore. You don't have to do any of that. So just be safe. Be smart. Don't try to live like a you know little big town Kenny Chesney <laughs> song, your favorite country music song. You know, that's that's that those are music. That's really fantasy on some of those things, that's how right. they get away with stuff. That's so. Right. Just try to have a good time and be safe. All right, folks. All right, lastly, go check us out on our social media pages. All of them, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Also, you can check us out on Nextdoor. Uh, and do us a favor. Tell your friends about the podcast, especially if you're going to head out onto the lake this weekend. Um, well, when the podcast drops here at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Friday, that afternoon, if you're heading out on a lake, this might be the podcast you need to tell your friends to listen to before they head out on the lake so they can be safe and have a good time don't drink and boat that is not a good thing we want to have everybody come home safe all right folks thanks again for listening to ycso behind the badge